Oh my god, Rory, I'm so pleased you've got your pajamas on too. I have as well. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a day, it's a day off on a Thursday. I'm definitely in my pajamas. By the way, this is my first ever recording anything in life, so. I'm a recording virgin, if that's the word. <laughs> Rory is popping your cherry, don't you, Rory? Absolutely. Hello, hello, and welcome to Borborygmy, Noises from the Veterinary World, the podcast that lets you overhear conversations between veterinary professionals about anything and everything that's topical in the industry. The triumphs and the tribulations, they're all in here. I'm Naomi Mella, vet and podcaster, and we are into season two. So 2020 has been quite the year, which for a lot of us has featured more tribulations than triumphs, if we're honest. So in the spirit of recognising that the pandemic has upended a lot of people's finances, we thought we'd bring you a new series of conversations around money. We're being supported for this season by VetU, a veterinary-led community encouraging you to face up to your finances, to get the help and advice you need and start paving the way to a brilliant financial future, whether that's starting your own business or planning for your retirement. Everyone involved in VetU has had highs and lows in their own financial journeys. So this season is all about telling you the stories of our community to help you make the most of your finances. Most important of all, we want to hear from you over the next few weeks. Send us an email at hello at vetu.co.uk. Drop me a DM at Naomi the Vet or write us a review on Apple Podcasts with your thoughts and feedback and we'll be featuring a few of them each week. We really want to know what you think about money, about pay in the profession, about whether you even give your financial future a second thought or anything else you fancy. Loads of you have been getting involved on social media since we started this season and our proverbial mailbox has been pretty full. So thank you guys. Last week, Alison Lambert talked about writing a family financial plan each year. And it seems that there's a few of you who also do the same. Amy Abbott's letters know that she and her husband recently did and they discovered that they were paying not once but twice a month for Now TV so they're being diddled out of double their money so there's definitely savings to be made if you look for them. A couple of people have said that they make a monthly financial plan or that they have a daily spending limit to stick to which is a fantastic discipline. I am so not in that league so well done you guys. And Louise Littler sent us a really interesting reflection which I'm going to read to you now. She says, Alison's story has many similarities to my own in terms of upbringing. Whilst at vet school, I racked up a lot of debt and this followed me into my career and meant that even when I was earning decent money, I didn't see much of it. It's only in the last few years that I've escaped the debt, made some smart investments and worked on my money mindset. It was this last skill that allowed me to step away from clinical practice with confidence in the knowledge that I have enough skills to earn my own money, whatever my health may throw at me. Thanks, Louise. This is an amazing thing to realise. And we're going to be talking more about money mindset later in the season. It's something that Rory touches on in today's conversation, where we are mostly, however, talking about getting old. Yes, it will happen to all of us, whether we like it or not. And if you're like me and have no clue about pensions, then hopefully this chat might be somewhat enlightening. Joining me today are Rory Cowlam, a small animal vet in London with a parallel career as a TV vet, appearing regularly on The Pets Factor and Blue Peter, amongst others. He's also a published author, and I'm pretty sure he might be the first guest on Borborygmy to have a Wikipedia page. Go check him out. 
Vivan Shridharani used to work as an investment banker until he founded Raindrop, a flexible digital pension platform for self-employed people. He and Rory have been friends for a while, and because Rory is keen for Vivan not to get his knuckles wrapped by the Financial Conduct Authority, we should say that anything discussed in this episode cannot be construed as financial advice. You have to make your own decisions about what's right for you. But FYI, Raindrop is great. I think you should get a, a tattoo of the I, I cannot give up financial advice <laughs> on your forehead and that way you never have to worry about it. So name's Vivan. I grew up in India. I did a, I did a computer engineering degree uh, back in India and then I moved to London five years back to go to business school. And then I spent three years in investment banking. I was an associate and then I quit to start Raindrop, which is a flexible and digital pension solution targeted at the self-employed uh, workforce in the UK. He's just got that written on a screen in front of him. He just yeah. reads it. <laughs> so, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's tricky, isn't it? Because I think when you've got finances, when you go from university and then you suddenly have an income and you're going, oh my God, I've been a poor student for five years. I've got money. The last thing you want to do is just chuck it somewhere that you can't touch it for 40, 50, maybe even 60 years. So it's it's a really scary thing and, and a very easy thing just to turn around and go, absolutely not. That's for like 10 years time. But my darling father uh, drilled into me from uh, a very young age that planning for my financial future was very important. <laughs> so he got me saving. He he basically the, the the first paycheck that came through he said so how much are you putting into pension and it's and it's not like it was it was a big amount i think i started at a percent and it was just make that token effort because if you start early and you get used to a part of your um income going into a pension pot it will be much much easier when you start needing to put five six seven eight nine ten percent into that pension pot to to safeguard so really from day dot i i started um and I, I was lucky enough, actually, that I enrolled onto the workplace pension. I think workplace pensions have made life quite easy for, for vets in an employed uh, status. So if you, if you are full time, I think the workplace pensions are a great thing. Um, obviously, you get some subsidy from the government. Um, so that's helped. And that definitely helped me start. But there are other options as well. Yeah. So actually, the genesis of the idea came from when a couple of my friends from business school started going freelance. And then they, because I was in investment banking, they would come and ask me, about personal finance. And I also, who's considered financially savvy, had no clue of how to set myself up in a good way. And that's when I was like, I think we work we work for money when money should work for you. And, and that's a way, you know, to, to take advantage of investments and tax efficient schemes. I don't think these things are taught in school or university and they should be because you spend all your life trying to build that pot, which you don't really, you don't really make use of in the best possible way. So, so that's where the genesis came from. And I was like, okay, so if I have access to HR and admin and I'm employed and I still don't know, imagine someone who's self-employed is to go and win business and then take care of their finance, their, their family and their admin and then their finances. So, so that's where we were like, okay, this is for someone who's self-employed, it might be even more difficult to set something up. And then when we were doing, I was doing more research and I was like, shit, I wish I started, I wish I started an increased pension contribution when I had a job and I wish I took advantage of my ISA allowances when I was earning. So yeah, so there's a, it was a nice uh, awakening for me as well uh, through this journey of starting a company to help other people. So, and I quickly started noticing more and more people who wanted to work for themselves and just become freelance. I think that's a very, it's not just a young person thing, but it's, I think it's an older person as well. When you grow older, you're like, you should want to take ownership of your life. And I also always had aspirations to start my own company. Um, 
I kind of I wasn't fortunate enough to see both my parents kind of become entrepreneurs uh, and uh, not very like large companies, but in their own right, I think they were pretty successful coming from nothing. So, so yeah, uh, I was like inspired by them to start my own companies. Always had that bug, but I was I was really glad I did investment banking because it gave me a, a really good structure and professionalism, which uh, I've been fortunate enough to carry forward. Uh, although my co-founders might not agree, but yeah, <laughs> uh, I think for the self-employed, we were like, okay, so which products are they most left behind with? And then pensions was the big one for us because when you're, as Rory said very rightly, if you're employed, then you get auto enrolled into a pension scheme, but if you're self-employed. No one does that for you. And then uh, so I mean, look, doing some research, like only 16% of the 5 million self-employed people in the UK are actively contributing into a pension. And that's a, that's, yeah, that's a very, very low number uh, compared to about 80% on the workplace side. So, um, so yeah, we're like, I think we need to, this is a problem worth solving because there's potential retirement savings crisis. And then doing some research, we ran some focus groups early in the early days and hassle was a big issue for the self-employed and flexibility. So hassle in the sense of just being like, oh, it's a pension. I probably have to send five email, five mails by post and God knows what. So we're like, okay, it has to be. Dig-. So we're like, okay, fine. Our product has to be dig- digital first. And then flexibility, if you have irregular incomes, uh, you don't, you're like, I don't want to commit 500 pounds a month. So we're like, okay, our product should allow you to move it to five pounds a month, zero, if you want to pause it or 500 as and when you earn. So, so those are the two kind of, that's where we're like, okay, this is the product. This is going to, this is the one we want to build. We are spoiled in this country with state pension. We're, we're all aware of the state pension. And there's a newsflash for you. State pension is rubbish. Um, it, you, you can't live on it. My grandparents live on it, try and live on it. And it's just not doable. Um, and it's going to get worse because especially with times we're in right now, um, state pensions are going to be one of the things that are cut and, uh, and, and you're going to have to have sort of sorted yourself out for your future. So yeah, 30 years at the end of your life with no money. No, thanks. So Vivan came to me with this and it actually really got my ears pricking up because I, yes, I am employed. So I do have a PAYE uh, income. So that does go to a workplace pension, um, but that's only about 50% of what I do. And, and I do have a lot of uh, of other self-employed work. And I was never saving for a pension with that. So actually long-term, when I do get to that 60, 65 mark, yeah, I'll have like a bit of money but not much. Uh, so this is actually really important. And I hadn't really clocked onto it. And I think it, it's very easy, as you were saying, sort of stick your head in the sand, ignore it. Um, so for anyone with any sort of self-employed income, this is a really good product. It's the era of vets doing other things. And it's amazing because speaking from a personal point of view, I think it's great for people's mental health to have variation. We know there's mental health issues within the veterinary profession, and we're not talking about mental health today, but um I think having people have outlets, have different things. And it's really cool because you get that variety. And I think, yeah, absolutely. The vets are seeing that. Vets are seeing that you're able to do that. And, and it is the modern era of veterinary. I, I, I was, I'm, all, I'm super amazed because you guys have such stressful jobs and you'll still find the time. I, I was always ask Rory, how do you find the time to do all the things you do? Because your, your, your normal job is so stressful because you're taking care of, of a living, breathing organism, right? And a, a lovely animal. And and then you go home, you probably just want to chill. And then you find the time to do all these other things. It's I find it really amazing. Well, I'm not going to lie. You sent me an email at three o'clock in the morning the other day. And I was like, what the hell is he doing <laughs> up at that time of day? I was like, why are you not sleeping? That's so vivant. That is so vivant. I'm amazed you've got him up at 10 a.m. to record this. This is insane. <laughs> this guy's asleep right now. He's nocturnal. 
but it is it's it's absolutely i mean you're right Vivan. vets are inherently workaholics we we love to be doing things and if we've got time off we feel like we should be using it and utilizing it and doing things and helping it's never about money either and that's the thing as well with vets is we we want to do everything and we want to do it all now but we don't really care if we get paid for it because we don't really care about money. And that puts everyone a little bit on the back foot when we get to retirement age or, or even sort of later in life when we're starting families and that sort of thing. And, 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 and money's money becomes a bit more of a, an important thing. Um, so yeah, I think it, it, these sorts of things, thinking about them now is, is, is super important. It's about getting people to start and small amounts is what Rory said. And then they have that sense of comfort that, okay, that I know that something's happening rather than, I'm 45. I should have started when I was 25. I think that's the best reason to start saving into uh, into anything is to to start early. I think rain raindrop particularly is is it's super easy to use and it's really easy to set up. And as Vivian was saying, I think that's important for vets because we don't have the time to go and look around at products and all that sort of thing and work out because we we aren't financially savvy as a, as an industry. So having something that's easy to set up, e- like trustworthy and and easy to use, and also the the sort of the platform you can see what money is where, how it's working. Um, there's beautiful graphs that Vivan's made and or someone that Vivan works with has made. Um, so uh, <laughs> it, it looks really nice and, and it's very easy to understand. Um, and the other thing as well, because a lot of vets, particularly with their side hustles, will have their own companies now, or at least it seems to be that that's happening a lot. This is also a- available to use through your company. And that was something that really appealed to me. Um, and you can use it as a company pension as well. For me, that's been a real um, area of learning. Pension contributions and tax relief was something I knew nothing about. And and actually knowing that you can claim that tax relief back from the government and that that means you have to pay less income tax or less corporation tax if you're in a limited company is actually really valuable. And I think it's something that we probably don't really shout about enough, you know? Yeah, I mean, with interest rates so low as well in the market, um, yeah, I think when we were doing some research and people were like, oh, I didn't know you could that, that there's a tax advantage uh, was like a big, we were like, oh, because we we were, I, again, coming from finance, probably I was like, I assumed it was, everyone knew it. And then there's a quite a, because quite a bit of stuff which people don't know, which which is interesting, because then we, there's a lot of education that's required um, on the personal finance front, I think. And, and yeah, we like, there's quite a few startups now out there in, in the UK, especially, I think the UK is massive leader in fintech. It's about bringing transparency and knowledge and education for not just younger people but older people um, as well to start to start improving their personal finance situation. No, there's there's mental well-being that they also believe there's financial well-being as well. I think they're kind of interlinked massively. I I, I agree, Vivan. I mean, I, I I know that I'm much happier in myself when I know that I have got money going in the right places and I'm stable because, and particularly once I sorted stuff out and I knew where things were going, I think when you're going on these particularly on a freelance journey that's scary it's great it's exciting it's new it's positive but it's also scary because you you have no idea what to what to do and particularly as a vet with the the financial literacy of a teaspoon it, it, you you don't know where to put money you don't know how to sort of organize it and actually i think that's super important to learn almost before you even then sort of go forward on your on your um freelance journey because without that it's almost like one foot in the grave a little bit exactly it's just about taking the first step you feel more confident that you know your your retirement or your your, your later life is going to be 
secure because you've made a decision. I mean, we're building a tool to um, to help people find their old pensions and uh, and uh, eventually, we'd, if they'd like to transfer or not, the option's up to them. But uh, we're building some stuff, some knowledge bases and tools to help people find. Because as you said, you you might be self-employed or even if you work through many portfolio careers, you might have, you ought to enroll into many pensions and then it's your money at the end of the day. So we're just trying to bring some more, some clarity and transparency to people. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think a tool to to help is is so important because I remember I remember trying to sort out my pensions a couple of years ago when I I'd only been in two two different jobs and I had four different pensions and we were changing pension provider at work and I was going oh my god I've got five pensions I don't remember my addresses I was having to look up postcodes <laughs> I was it was a nightmare it's, and actually when they then ask you for your policy number and you're like. I don't even have a policy. Number. I can't even remember. You don't where even I was have living. any paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember my address. I don't remember which way was up because I was working nights. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so actually, compiling them all into one is is so much easier, and it makes it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's an absolute breeze. Thanks so much for listening. It really does mean a lot to us that you do. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it wherever you can and do tell a friend. We would love more of you to join our little community celebrating the veterinary profession and those working within it. Borborygmy is brought to you by me, Naomi Mella, as part of Vet Stay Go Diversify. Thanks to everyone involved this season. Your support is much appreciated.